attention we're recording won't me now nah, i can't even lonely nah ooh i can't believe it ooh ooh she out on me on me me me, me. i think she want me want me nah. hold up hold up hold up my bad you guys caught me in a little bit of a vibe right there you know i'm real excited about today's podcast you know what i'm saying first off you caught me in my pre pre hype. I like to bump a little music, you know, get myself focused, locked in, all the above, all that <laughs> shit. Anyways, oh, today's a real exciting podcast. First off, we know we're going live visually for the first time, so you guys get to see what we look no, like. We're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Hold up. I think oh, you, no, you're just recording the audio. Oh, I am? So we can cut this shit up, right? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, anyways, <laughs> I'm real excited about today's pod. You know, a lot of you guys, some of you guys were writing in asking, hey, where the fuck did he go? You know, we finally got him back with us. Finally got the third person to this little trio that we got. Chris Fritz is finally back. How you doing, bro? I am back. I'm doing great right now, chilling in uh, Alaska, Fairbanks. Uh, it's been quite the past couple of weeks, but I'm glad to be back with the boys. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm excited to have you back on. So uh, tell us a little bit. How's your experience been going on the last couple of weeks? Big transition for you. Obviously, you know, you're coming from, from Middletown and now you're going living in Alaska. How's that, gonna, how's that going so far? I'll be quite honest. The first couple of weeks were pretty difficult just being so far away and then it's cold as fuck here like negative 35 outside right now so it's, it was a little bit depressing at first but you settle in and honestly i don't miss middletown at all besides boys and family it's about yeah, it. i mean hey listen hey i'm not gonna bash on the city because i live there but hey there's not really much <laughs> but anyways you know like right now it's not the way i can't complain about the weather up here right now i mean yeah it's fucking snowing whatever but it's not been bad how's it been up there for you guys uh, it snowed like a couple weeks ago and it's just been freezing, negative temperatures, probably around 30, 20 degrees, <laughs> negatives. And uh, negative 30. Dry as fuck, windy. And the sun comes up around like 10 a.m., goes down about like 5, 5.30. So. Dude, where are you sitting right now? Good. It looks like you're an in-school suspension. Where are you sitting? I'm sitting in the barracks and this, it's just like a game room kind of thing. Oh, that's kind of yo. So, what do you guys got? You guys got systems and shit in there. Are you guys allowed to have systems? Yeah. Like what? Like what's the rule? Yeah, systems, systems, TVs, TV going, uh, mad chairs, recliners, and shit like that. So it's pretty dope. Computer. So, um, so you're getting you obviously working up there. You know, you got to do you got to do shit to be there. Obviously. So, like, what is your daily routine kind of looking like uh, these last couple weeks, months? Just about what you've been doing on a daily basis and things like that. Honestly, the first couple of weeks, like right now, I'm just still in processing. So it's just a ton of paperwork, uh, filing myself in, uh, trying to find a vehicle right now and basically getting a whole vibe of the entire place and the city outside of it, outside of the base. So Yo, I don't you, know. It's been pretty chill. Any females, any locals, any local biddies out there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, 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 you know. Listen, you know Chris is always going to try to find something. I, I just want to say shout out Bumble, way better than Tinder. And uh, thanks to the Bumble actually, app, I have found a female. Another, another shout out to Bumble. I actually just saw that their CEO is 31 years old woman. She just became a billionaire. Really? Yeah, a couple like a couple days ago, actually. 
just off that app or is she investing just off that app fun fact i just saw that actually in the news the other day Mm. but yeah continue on what you're saying oh it's just basically just trying to figure out this entire place dude it's crazy it's the wildlife there's moose everywhere fucking wolves fox running around bears so so what's your plan do you plan on you plan on going out hunting and shit like that yeah next week me and my boy plan on getting some snowmobiles running out going out there and you know hopefully hunting if we could get what our guns have, out what do they have time. just like they have like jet skis on a base for you guys and just faithfully use you jet or like skis. how does it work <laughs> he said jet skis. i mean jet, oh, i mean jet skis <laughs> fuck I'm, I'm stupid for that one i meant fucking no nah, i went snowmobiles you know what i meant you know what i meant quick mistake yeah, but anyways, yeah they got them they got them they got them for run on base so it's like 30 bucks for the whole day since oh, we're military cool. so you go there you got to take like a two-hour class and then for however long you want you can go and take that bitch around same with four really it's like quad they could be so, so uh, you go as far off base as you want you go as far off base as you want on them and we already did the research this mad wild game out here so it'll be a good time that's awesome and um kind of like it's like is it is it like similar hunting rules out here as it is there or is it a lot more free out there than it is compared to like typical like up here in northeast if you really want to compare the two like the northeast is pretty strict especially connecticut but alaska's like the wild west like all my boys out there who played red dead redemption know what's up basically <laughs> like the same laws out here they say alaska is the one state where liberals have guns so if that doesn't give you a good idea of how shit goes out here then i don't know what does hey listen i mean i guess i know what you're saying i don't know i'm not really a, pol- a political guy but anyways <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah i know yeah. that's pretty fucking dope though i mean i plan on eventually want to take a trip up there soon i kind of want to see it experience something different something new you know what i mean because like that type of environment is is just is just amazing to see you know you got beautiful views beautiful mountains animals shit like that it's a it's mm-hmm. real nice out there like i would love to eventually go out there am i a cold weather guy fuck no not by all not by any means you know what i mean i would rather take fucking 95 and sticky than fucking 20 like honestly Bro, you like, get used to it though you get I mean, used yeah, to it after a couple do. weeks but i would definitely love to like kind of experience that but like you were talking about it's negative 25 negative 30 like how does that feel like 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 uh you you know you know it's that brick outside when your eyelashes start uh forming icicles on them. That's the first sign. And then after that, it just like yo, it just honestly you step out and the cold just whoops you in the ass real quick. So mm. you just learn to kind of deal with it. But it's not bad. There's the uh, northern lights are out tonight too. So I wanna hopefully later on tonight I could go out and see those things. So having the Aria Borealis. So that'd be pretty cool. So you're also a gun owner. How does it work with your um, gun? Are you able to like get those shipped up to you as well through for like military purpose and like recreational purpose and things like that? Yeah, actually, if I was like civilian, they wouldn't let me. But since it's military, they could like someone could from home to ship it out to me and I could get it within a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I would have to keep it here on base and store it in the armory. So like if I wanted to take it out for a weekend, I would have to get permission from like a commander one of my captains or whatever to go and take it out which is pretty fucking easy you know how does it how does it work hunting wise if you decide to make that decision and go out and hunt like do you have to have a specific type of bullet are you able to use a bullets that like normally come with like the rifle you have like how does that work uh i mean out here there's really no rules like you use you can literally use anything like 50 cal on a fucking elk if you want to but 
yeah, there's no real rules. You could literally go semi-auto on a bear or a moose if you really want to. But the hunting rules, there's we looked into it, and where I'm at in Alaska, there's like the central interior. It's pretty lax, so you just literally take whatever out, go into the woods, and hunt. It's easy. So, like, for guys who like hunt for like for like sport per se, right? Is it mainly for food, or do guys like go out there? Do they sell like furs? and things like that is that like common out there to do or is that like or is it just more for like food and meat uh out here like if, if you go somewhere in the lower 48 it's more so just for game just to see like how how big of an animal you could kill what species it's more about like the the chase than the kill but yeah. out here it's like dudes utilize it for like different purposes to eat you can sell pellets out here you could do a lot of taxidermy. There's stores all over Fairbanks. This is when I was walking around, I saw. So yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit more uh, morally morally correct out here because people are eating the eating the meat instead of just throwing it away or whatever. I mean, hey, listen for you were for you listeners out there and for you guys who don't hunt or any of that. We know we're not we're not we're not one of those people who who think it's acceptable for people to go out there and kill all these animals and things like that. Now. Well, I support guys who hunt, who do it the correct way and the right way. And that's someone like hit like Chris does and other people who I know. So I'm not going to hate on people who do that. You know what I'm saying? But um, kind of just mm-hmm. going back to a little bit about like you being out there and things like that has, how do you feel like, like mentally, you know, you're going to be, you're away from your family for a while. How you been coping with that? And just, you know, just going about your day and shit like that. Has it, has it been, honestly, a, the most, has it been a factor for you or, most- or not really? No, not really. Like it has at first getting here, especially like when it was cold as fuck, pitch black out. I was like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. But, you know, I'm, I'm with a couple good dudes where I'm at right now. And, you know, I, I still have the phone. The phone's the biggest blessing. You know, you can still keep in contact, call the fam every day, talk to you guys. So, and all in all, I know shit's really not going on in the world right now. So not really missing out on much. Yeah, no, exactly. And you're focused on your goals. You're focused on the shit that you have to get accomplished. So that's just your number one focus right now. Um, also, yeah. you also had an interesting experience. Um, you had to quarantine for nine days. You were stuck basically mm-hmm. in the same and you were in a small dorm room. Uh, you were with someone you didn't even know. And how do, how was that experience for you, too? Uh, I think they trained me good enough just to be like, have a high tolerance of putting up with bullshit like hurry up and wait yeah yep. so it, it was you know you start to get a little crazy by like day five six but it's kind of you know you just get used to the routine you get you try to like do so like you were actually the one who told me you got to start doing something new every day something exactly. you wouldn't do a new experience every single day so around day four or five and i was going fucking insane that's all i would do go outside go take a walk try to do something go into the woods a little bit, do whatever, switch up a workout, whatever it takes. Well, so, that was kind of a topic. Sucked, that I, but we're here now. Yeah. That was kind of a topic that I wanted to touch on a little bit. <laughs> it's just like, obviously during this time, it's tough, you know, we're on track of getting back to normal, normal, as I should say, somewhat, at least halfway there, you know, we're kind of getting there a little bit, but during this time, like people were like stuck, like you're going from home, from work to home. You weren't having an outside life. You weren't able to go out and things like that. And a lot of people who I was around, like, and especially myself too, I'm kind of at a point like, wow, like there's days where I'm like, holy shit, I'm bored as fuck. Like there's absolutely nothing to do. Mm -hmm. 
And me and Chris were talking and I was telling him like I, what I do and what I told other people to try to do is just try something new every single day. Like step out of your comfort zone, find, do something that you've never thought that you would be into try before and just see, like, you know what I mean? Just give yourself new experiences during this time of nothing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. funny. Cause, um, I actually, a couple months ago, I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous pods, I got two friends, two real good friends of mine who were both DJs. One of them was buying a new DJ board. He asked me if I wanted his old one. I said, sure. You know, six months ago, I started just pre- just like kind of mixing with it a little bit. And now it's a great hobby of mine because it's something that I went out of my comfort zone with and I found it enjoyable. And now it's a new outlet, a new thing for me to do. And it's something I enjoy. And that was kind of what I was talking to Chris about was just trying something new every day. And I remember he'd be FaceTiming me like, yo, like, look, I'm doing some dumb shit today, whatever it was. You know what I mean? Just like going for a run through like the trail somewhere and through the snow, like little stuff like that. It's just a big difference. And yeah, I guess it kind of did it work for you. I'm not sure, but sounds like it did, right? Oh, it definitely worked. But I have a little question. So you're not, you're running now, huh? Running through trails? Who? I said you. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking you about You think my ass is running through some trails no. right now in the <laughs> no. snow? Fuck but, no. Fuck yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's what I was a little confused about. I, I find it hard to believe. No, I said you were <laughs> yeah. running through the trails. It's just um, it's a matter – yeah, no, I know. It's just like – it's just a matter of adaption, though, honestly. It's like yeah, – honestly, I formed it to be a habit since we last talked about that. Just constantly trying to get out doing something. But exactly. at just the same over- time, staying in a consistent routine. Exactly. And just always just trying to better setting, yourself and setting any yourself form. up. That's all it is. Yeah. Like Hunter, I honestly, mm-hmm. I, I live with the kid and I don't know what the fuck he does on his free time. Like, I just know that he goes from wakes up, gym, he, like he'll leave at 930, bro. So he goes, I'm going to the gym. Right. And leave at 930 in the morning. He gets back at like four o'clock at, in the afternoon. I'm like, dude, like, where the fuck were you all day? He's like, I'm working out. And I'm thinking in my head, nobody works out from 9.30 to 4 unless he's got some new family (laughs) or some shit like that. Like, I have no idea what the fuck he does. Like, can can you, like, at least explain yourself a little bit of what you do for that period of time? I'd be be locked in. I'm just grinding. I'm just grinding. Do you eat? I eat. Yeah, I get get therapy done. I fucking work out. So, yeah, that could take so. Four o'clock. So what's a typical day for you? You wake up, what's your wake up time? Like take me through your, like your little daily, like, like shit you will do on your daily basis. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'll fucking wake up like nine 30. I'll eat breakfast. I'll go to the gym or to the field, go to physical therapy and then go work out again. So, so you're still doing that. You're still yeah. doing PT. Yeah. Yeah. Over a year. So yeah, like a, is there ahead. like a timeline for when that gets over with? It's been a long time. I don't think so, to be honest with you. The good thing about it is no, like what I going. was what I was really what I was really surprised about was is when he initially had his injury, it was what not ten to twelve month recovery. Yeah. It was about a ten to twelve month recovery, and he was at about like month like six, seven, and he was pretty much already up to full tilt. Like now it's a, like now he's broken beyond that. And like, he's even developed more skill 
and more like movements and shit like that than he's ever had before. Like I'm watching him and he's his route running and his and his and his cutting ability is a lot better than what I seen a year ago. And it's not saying that he wasn't athletic like a year ago or two years ago, but like he's really upped his game. And I can really tell that fucking nine thirty to four when he's with his other family or whatever the fuck he's doing is clearly paying off. And so yeah, I think it's really dope. And I was also thinking, right? Um, would you say? Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask Hunt if, uh, since you since you've been off like the field and like real game time for a while, would you feel as confident going into it, like as you were beforehand after such a long layoff? Like, do you think you've improved to the point where you're just going to go go in and kill it either way? Oh yeah, I'm not even worried about it. I've been playing for fucking yeah 15 years. It don't matter. Um, it don't matter the layover. Fucking once it comes on, all that confidence is there. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, that's all it is. is Send me you're... location. <laughs> listen, when, when you're... <laughs> that's a good one. Listen, when you're... <laughs> Dude, this kid's, this kid's dying over here, and I didn't even think it was that fucking funny. <laughs> Honestly. I really you said <laughs> send me your location, and I'm like, okay, send him, to get, send him the location to the football game. I didn't think it was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you made me even forget what I was going to fucking though. say for a split second, because you guys got me caught off guard talking about <laughs> semi or Addy. No, but I mean, what I was going to say was, is that like when you're born and bred for something, bro, it doesn't matter how long you take a break off, you're always going to have that hunger for it regardless. You know what I mean? And that's why like a lot of guys, yeah. when they're, that's like when a lot of guys, when their careers are over, it takes them a while to adjust to normal lifestyle because they're used to like getting up, lift, go to practice, get ready for a game, body hurting on a Sunday, can barely even move. Like that's what they're used to. So now you get to your normal life and you're like, what the fuck? And you're always chasing that little bit of a thrill. That's why, like, I don't make excuses for guys, but a lot of guys who get in trouble off the field, specifically like uh, NFL players and these high profile guys, it's just because a lot of guys, like, honestly, are just stuck in that mindset of like, go, 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 go. I'm fired up. I'm always getting ready for a game, a practice. I'm in a competitive nature and mindset literally six days out of the week. Like, and it's hard to turn that switch off. So when I talk about always finding an outlet for yourself and doing something new every day, that's what I mean. Because you don't want to, like, if you're a guy like that, and especially someone like you, who's even in the military too, like you even have that same sort of mindset. Like you got to get up every day early as fuck, get up, run, work, do what you got to do. Like and you're in that mindset. You don't want to be stuck in that mindset because that becomes mm-hmm. healthy for you. You always want to find that, um, just find something outside the box, outside the norm. Do something different. Like, for example, I'll tell you guys this crazy fucking story because I haven't told you guys it. And what I'm about to tell you guys, I recommend to every single person who's listening to this podcast right now. So I take a class and my teacher was talking about like how meditation can like do miracles for you. And even it can make you hallucinate like you're taking like a psychedelic drug. And I'm thinking in my head, bullshit like bullshit there's no way that this shit works like meditation like i see it all the time so what i did was i grabbed my headphones right after class and i went on youtube and i found like some 20 minute meditation like sound or whatever like that so i lay on i lay down right i relax i'm taking deep breaths like i'm listening to the to the uh to like the ding it was like bells dude when i tell you i was like laying there I felt like I was floating almost. And it's and I'm going to sound like a crazy fucking person right now. And I literally felt like I was floating. Like my body, like my joints, my muscles, everything from, from head to toe felt like loose. 
Like I felt like rubber almost. You know was that I mean? your first time? Like, it was amazing. It was my first time doing it. And um, I felt like I was there for like at least two hours. And I look at my phone, I'm like, holy shit, I was only doing that for 20 minutes. And like when I got up, I felt like wow. like my, my whole body felt loose. Like I felt good. I was in a good mood, like even better than what I was already in. And it just kind of just made me like more upbeat. Like I was ready to go for like the day, like in a positive way. And like, that's something that I really stepped out of my comfort zone doing. And now it's something that I'm definitely going to incorporate into my daily routine. And I recommend that for anybody who's listening. Like, dude, try it. Mm-hmm. It was like dumb as it sounds. As what, crazy what as you, I sound, what, what would you say to somebody? What would you, what would you say to somebody who tries that a couple of times and, say they proclaim that they get no benefit out of it well this you is the thing that trying, I you gotta try different things you gotta find what works for you because clearly you found what works for you but what if that doesn't work for somebody else oh yes so what happened was is i clicked a video the first time and the video did not like make me feel like relaxed you know what i mean it just felt made me feel normal so i kept clicking mm-hmm. through to like different shit and it was like the sound of like a wave motion with like a little bell behind it is what i listened to so like it, it's like a different trigger for different people, probably. You know what I mean? Different sounds trigger different things. Okay. Like for example, yeah. like for example, me and him last night, I watched Get Out for the first time, and like when the bitch was spinning. I mean, when the, oh, I didn't mean to say that when the lady was spinning the spoon, <laughs> and like the sound of the spoon like triggered him to like like switch like fall into that alternate yeah. mindset, sunken place, sunken yeah, place whatever it was. It's like, it's like little sounds like that. It's like triggers people mentally. So it's like, whatever you like, you feel like works best for you. You just got to click around and discover it's the same thing with anything. I don't, I don't want to get off track, but that, that was a phenomenal movie. That movie was oh, amazing. It was a great was movie. I hated, so I watched the end of it. So the ending, did you, the ending that you saw, did he get arrested? When you watch it in the end, in the end of the movie, uh, did he get arrested? End, there's, a, there's a car crash. The cars are burning. Yeah. yeah. See the ending I watched yesterday. He was he, he like his boy pulled up and they and they left. And other people were telling me that they saw the ending of the movie and he got arrested. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you have two different endings for a movie? Like, like what the fuck? Like one like the one I saw yesterday. I, I watched Marna. I watched Marna YouTube. Yeah. So the one I watched yesterday was on like FX, and. Um, he shot the girl who he was dating and like killed everybody who was in the house, whatever. And he was laying there. He was laying there at the end of the driveway and his friend who works for like the uh, ATF comes pulling up. And he's like, ATF, TSA, TSA, whatever the fuck it is, air traffic control, whatever. God damn. I don't know my shit. But anyways, hey, like I said, I'm not a fucking expert on everything that I fucking speak about. But hey, I'm going to make it sound like I do. But anyways fucking anyway he pulls up and then he's like yo chris what the fuck i told you not to come to this crib and literally he gets in the car with him and they drive pull off and the movie's over that's the one i that's weird because my dad saw that ending. did he my dad saw that ending when they pulled off yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm confused why they did that. the first time the first time i walked into him go ahead yeah yeah i walked in and watching it one time and i saw that i saw that last scene because I, I didn't want to run it back and watch the entire thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. I just saw the ending of it. It's kind of ruined. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm hearing there's different endings. And when I watched it, it was different. So it's great. Weird. Movie, though. But if you had to say, speaking of a movie topic, yeah. what's the best movie that you've seen? Oh, man. I know mine off the bat. I know mine. Goodfellas. Goodfellas is the, probably the best movie it, I've it, ever it's seen. Been, 
it depends on genre, but my personal favorite is LA Confidential. 100 percent LA Confidential. It, it goes in depth like? about the it, it was it was it was um about the time in the Los Angeles police riots where people were riding back in the eighties and it was just showing how crooked and corrupt the uh LAPD were at the time. And there's like a new guy going in, he's a police officer and he had to make a couple of choices like is he going to do what's morally correct or what's going to better his career? And yeah, you got to watch it, man. I'm not going to ruin anything, but that was a phenomenal movie. What about you? How about you? Damn. I know what he's going to say. Friday Night Lights. I knew it. Dude loves football. <laughs> Dude loves football. Dude, that was pretty expected. I was, I, I was thinking either that or the blind side out of hell. The but, blind side's fucking suck. I would say the blind side's right. a good movie, though, but the only problem is with it is he came out and said a lot of it was false. Really? Uh, yeah, like Michael Orr said, like... I will say, though, uh, shout out shout out, Sandra Bullock. Good acting. Because uh, Really good acting. That was definitely Sandra Bullock. That was great acting. You know, I mean, come on, she was beautiful, so... Who is, it, Brad, who is it, Brad Pitt is the dad? It's not Brad Pitt. Uh, who's the dad? The country singer the fuck is his name tim mcgraw tim mcgraw yeah what the fuck is brad pitt yeah hunt would know that's a hunt question (laughs) hunter definitely knows all the country singers who's your top country you guys hear all the stuff going about top three right now top three morgan wallen controversial but keep going oh fuck dude um i don't even know oh chase rice (laughs) uh fuck so he's about to be like Sam Hunt. Nah, fuck Sam Hunt. Uh, Kenny Chesney. Bro, you could throw you could throw in Toby Keith at any given time, and that's an acceptable. Kenny Kenny Chesney's a vibe though. What do you know about that song? She wore a red socks cap. Yo, that song goes hard. You guys don't know about that. You guys are too young for that. You guys don't understand that grown music. I'm telling you guys. Your internet. I've been listening to every genre lately. No, you have anything. No, you have. You listen to rock. No. You listen oh. to Mushroom Head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no. See, like, no, I don't. Thing is- yeah. If anybody's watching this, do not listen to Mushroom Head. I highly advise against it. But see, to each your own. Go ahead, see, this go. is my whole thing. Is is like, I don't know how people can sit there and enjoy listening to like some like hard metal shit or some rock like some hard rock like dude i listen to some of that shit and it's just like dude it's hurting my ears the shit gives me a fucking headache like you sound like i don't know how the fuck dudes can listen to that shit all right i could understand on the level of like death metal where guys are just going just going over ah, heavy bass and drum so there, there is definitely some some rock or some metal where you could just start headbanging. It gives you a little aggression, a little bit more motivation in the gym or whatever you're doing. Like that's just being a male, man. That's just being being the stone, shit. Stone acting real baby. You gotta have that man. mindset. Hey, listen, just because I don't fucking listen to heavy metal, it doesn't make me a beta. Listen, I like to listen to music that's just gonna make me like it's like a nice vibe, like something that's like you know what I mean? I can just nod my head to like not nothing. I'm fucking <laughs> slamming my head forward like ah, like that's just not it uh. at all. 
Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of, right, things- but you can't, you can't say that. You can't say that. You listen to NBA young boy. That's basically the same shit. Are you That's like it, death metal for rap. You make it, you make it, <laughs> all right. You make it sound like I'm his number one fan. I haven't listened to it. Like, ew, ew. You make it sound like I'm his number one fan. <laughs> like I have, like I probably the last, like I haven't probably downloaded a song of his onto my phone probably in like, I would say like four or five months. Okay, like, so you're past the withdrawal stage. Because it's like, okay. dude, like it comes to a point where it's like, all right, it's cool to listen to for a little bit. And then it's like, all right, now it's just getting out of hand. <laughs> Do I relate to any of this? Does this actually even sound good? And what the fuck is he saying? It's just something. It's That's the three thoughts I go It's something cool to listen to. Like when like you're like either like working out or like you're trying to get locked in for like something. Like maybe you could listen to it for that. But I mean, like it, I'm more I'm thinking about it. If I'm in my car driving around, like that's not something I'm listening to. Like I'll the more I've realized too, going on my phone and stuff is like there's a huge young crowd for NBA Young Boy too. Like it's like thirteen year old kids that play Fortnite now, or you know, it's, it's just it, I don't really get how the traction is starting to pick up with the young crowd, whether or not they even understand what he's saying. Or they just like the aggression that he raps with. But. Listen, I love rap music. I listen to rap music <laughs> my whole life. But it's just like, dude, there's I look at rappers on social media and all this other shit. And like you guys are set, they're setting the worst examples for like the kid like youth. Like kid like kids are actually looking up to these certain these people and like they're doing the most stupidest shit and setting the worst examples for kids out there. You know, I'm not hating on what anybody's doing. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, set a little bit of a better example for these kids that are, like, looking up to you. I, shit, I look well, up to those guys time, at this of... No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean the same, at the same time, they're rapping about, like, real shit that actually happens and stuff they're involved in. But, like, that gives no right for some random kid to be listening to that. And actually, like, what it's doing lately, as I noticed, is, like, it's making people feel like they're part of that lifestyle, too. And that's kind of where we got to draw a line in uh, like rap the, music in today's world right now. Dude, I'm looking at, I'm looking like, at, we're rappers. not all gangbangers. We don't all sell drugs. I'm looking at rappers on like these social media and like they're arguing with each other about like, like all this stupid shit. And like dudes are writing that they're ready to die. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, like do better for yourself. You're a millionaire and you're fucking trying to kill people. Like find a better outlet for yourself. Like what the fuck are you doing? Surround yourself with better people. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but like, if you gave me a couple million dollars, you will never see my face again. Yeah. Okay. You will not ever see my face again. <laughs> Yo, buddy will be back in Middletown with his new car driving around. Dude, I would buy a house in the hills and I would be there fucking 24 seven. Shit's catered to me. You want to come see me? Come I can to my see house. both. I can see both what you're saying and what's fun saying. It's it's a 50-50 coin toss of what, what you do with that a million dollars. Oh that's so 50-50. Oh, of course. Off you you guys are saying here too. You would definitely you got a fucking brand new like Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever the fuck you got. You would definitely want to drive around and like show people, like, yeah, look at what the fuck I have. You at least want to do that. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll probably post a post a couple of pics here and there, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to draw that attention to myself. 
I mean, right. I, I guess I can understand. Yeah, that, but you guys would definitely do that. Listen, I'm not a not, not all three of us here are not fucking millionaires, so we don't know what the fuck we would do. I, I am pretty close, but yeah, it's, it's hard to tell if you don't mind. Like, check my bank. Hunt, I mean, Hunt's getting those. Hunt was getting those best clearance checks for a minute, so you know, you're a little close to that. <laughs> Listen, you check, might touch a mill, so <laughs> check my bank account. I'm fucking far from it. <laughs> Real far. There's a lot of. Pain I was going, I was looking up. <laughs> I was uh. I was from uh when I was when I was in Georgia, I was looking around. I was hearing rumors about us getting like two thousand dollars from Biden, and I was just wondering, like, because I haven't really kept up, but like, are we getting that money or not? Because I'm waiting uh, for that stimmy to hit or something. Like, like tax season coming soon. So, so I saw I, I, read a, I actually read an article this morning, and it actually really caught my attention. And again, I don't I don't like to speak on anything political, but like this caught me like really by surprise when I read this. <laughs> It says um, the $1,400 stimulus checks that are going to be sent out to people are going to be good for people's bills until mid-July. $1,400. Really? Yes. Really? That's what... Um, so, wait, so you could you could get it within now to the 4th of July? Or so, like, President... What do you mean? Pre- so, President Biden said... Shout out, Joe. Shout out, Joe Biden. So, he says... Our president. So, he says that... Um, <laughs> $1,400 stimulus check that should be coming out soon will be able to cover people's bills and payments until mid-July. And and I was thinking in my head, $1,400 will be able to hold you down for like maybe a month. <laughs> Tops. Yeah, that's not a lot of money. Yeah, so no, people are going that. crazy over it because it's... It, but it, but it to some people it is. So at the same time, it's kind of ungrateful to go and think of $1,400 as a slap in the face. But I feel like we're pretty much well overdue for a couple of paychecks to come in. Definitely. But you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I can give a fuck about those politics and shit that goes on like that. You know, I'm just worried about what I can control. Like I always say to people all the time, control the controllable. When you start worrying about shit, mm-hmm. that's like that you have no control over and you're worried about the what ifs and things like that. That's when, that's when you start to get fucked up mentally. You always want to think about what you can control and that's it. When you start thinking about like, well, this might happen or what if this happens or blah, 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 whatever the fuck you're thinking, that's when you start to fuck your mental game up. Always think about what you can control and think about it in a positive way. This is a little change of subject. I was talking to a couple of boys who were playing football and shit, and they were telling me about like the hardest time they've gotten hit, right? Like, what would you guys say is your, like the hardest time you've gotten cracked out in the field? My boys uh, are coming up with some crazy ass stories. I was like, "Yo, uh, I would, uh, I'm good on that." I would kind of have it. I would say, other than me getting knocked out completely, like completely blacked out, right arm stiff, can't see what the fuck, don't know what the fuck's going on. Other than that, I would say we were playing Bristol Easter in my senior year, and it's the last play before halftime. And first off, Bristol Eastern stunk. I'm sorry for the people who are, who are who are from Bristol who are listening. You guys were trash. I'm sorry. But anyways, I drop back, and I'm throwing a deep ball in the end zone just for the fuck of it, like, to end the half. And as I'm releasing the ball, this kid drilled me, like, right in my ribs, right? Like, I – like, my body whipped. Like, I was in a fucking car accident. I remember I'm, I remember I'm getting up off the ground trying to act like I'm not hurt. And all I'm like – all I feel is myself like <gasps> – like, I really thought I broke a fucking rib. Like, I was acting like a bitch for a little bit at halftime. But that was – if I had to think about it, that's probably the hardest I've been hit. Hunter, 
And how about you, Hunt? I know his heart. I say he got fucked up. So one time we were playing uh, main maritime, and I was like going to reach in the end zone to score, and the guy came under me, picking me up, a double leg, boom, put me on my fucking neck. Hel- helmet, hel- my helmet, fe- my helmet came off, rolled, hit me in the mouth. I was bleeding. I had to go to the sidelines for a play, and the shorty I was talking to at the time texted me. Was like, "Hey, saw you, saw you got hit really hard out there. Are you okay? <laughs> How do you feel when I said that to you?" I was like, nah, don't even worry. It it happens. It's just football. I'm all right. It happens. It happens. It happens. Wait, what's your name again? What's your name? I I, I can't even spell right now. (laughs) Listen, I'll tell you what. Having CTE like myself, you'll forget a lot of fucking names, especially on college. Like, you have a chick walking up to you like, hey, what's up? And I'm looking at her like, shit, who the fuck is this again? Like, it's just hilarious because they'll they'll yep. know, like, they'll think yep. I'm an asshole for it, but in reality, I'm like, dude, I really can't fucking remember. It's somebody's daughter. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <Somebody's daughter>. <laughs> <laughs> yo. But Y'all are cracking like that in peewee football, right? You said what? Y'all are cracking like that in peewee football or whatever. Dude, peewee with football? The, the Tigers ESPN slam. Dude, first off, that was my probably my greatest hit <laughs> like ever. First off, you want to talk hard body. For the people who don't know this, what law of attraction is. So law of attraction is is when you think about something long enough, eventually it's gonna happen, right? And from when I started youth football, I said to myself, I'm going to slam someone on their fucking head one time, like pick them up, WWE body slam them. Right. And it was my eighth grade year. And this kid came through the line and I just wrapped him perfectly around his waist. And I fucking like you for the guys who know fucking Kurt angled them literally right over my head. Boom. I'm looking around like I'm fucking wired, right? I didn't even care if they threw a flag or not. They ended up not even throwing a flag. The ref comes up to me and was like, I was so shocked that that happened that I couldn't even reach for my flag. And I just remember I was so hyped after that. I recorded it. I'm tagging, I'm tagging every single NFL player I follow on Instagram and my post, ESPN. Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, the old first take. I got no clout off of it somehow, some way, but fuck it. I'll always have that video. It's on YouTube, by the way. If you want to look it up, Stone Belzo uh, hit. Yeah, go look that up. <laughs> Stone, Stone Belzo hit. Yeah, yeah. Football is no joke, man. It's, it's definitely different from martial arts and boxing at the same time. Because you're taking hits to the head. You, you have a helmet, but at the same time, that's a lot of body force going behind it, too. I got and a that's ser- going on throughout the entire game. I got a serious question. I had this debate earlier with uh, my grandfather and my dad, right? When you think about the hardest sport in the world, right? And you think, what's the hardest sport in the world? Like, obviously, everybody off the bat's going to go, like, football, MMA, shit like that, right? Maybe, I don't know, whatever the fuck people think. I was thinking in my head of what the hardest sport in the world is. And even when you think about it mentally, not necessarily physically, but just how hard the game is in, in general, I think the hardest sport in the world is golf, and the reason why I think that is that's fair is because on the PGA tour in golf, 150 guys make that cut. So it's it technically you have 150 guys that play in the big time tournaments. So when you look at the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, et cetera, they got a couple thousand guys in their league. 
you look at golf, they only have 150 who are competing. And it's like, you think about that, there's 150 guys in this sport and there's a couple thousand in this. I don't know what the number is for, for, for um, like MMA, like UFC and those type of, and those type of things. But when I think about golf, like you could do a year of training for fighting and you can go in and win a couple fights. You know what I mean? You could probably beat a few guys. You could golf for a year straight and your game might not even improve at all. You're still going to get smoked. You're still going to get smoked yeah. by a guy and who I feel like a little golf, bit knows what he's one of those doing. Games, like, think about like it's one of those games where it's very humbling and it's going to expose you for the bad habits you make. Yes. Like, like, being, like just what you said, a year later, you could still be at the same level just based on the bad habits you built over that year of training. And it's not on the right guidance. And it's not you've had about golf too is, is like when you learn it, you got to keep doing it. Like it has to become second nature to yeah. you or you're not going to be able to ever have that perfect swing that you need to have. Like mm-hmm. I could walk into a boxing ring and plus I obviously boxed before, but I could walk into a boxing ring. Like I could do a year of training from now until a year later and I can go in the ring and I can beat a lot of guys. Like I personally think that I can't fight anymore, obviously because of fucking CTE. But if I didn't, I would faithfully think I'd be able to do that. Golf, I golf for a year straight. Yes, I got a little bit better, but I still have a lot of shit that needs to work on. And that's why I always think that might be the hardest sport. No, yo, skateboarding. It's crazy, too, because skateboarding. Skateboarding is also debatable, too, because I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I consider myself pretty fucking athletic, and I can't skateboard for the fucking life of me. Like at all? You asked me to do an ollie. You even it's asked a, it me. It takes a long time. I think. What do you think? Back when back when I was skateboarding, I, I back when I was skateboarding, my whole inspiration was like Tony Hawk, right? And being able to do it, even just like a kickflip or a heel flip. And for me to get to a heel flip took me at least three years of just constantly falling over, cracking your elbows, cracking your knees. It is a very tough sport, but I feel like it, it, there's it was never popular enough to become mainstream. So it has been only for a few select few to really succeed at it. That's right up there with golf, in my opinion. Top five, really tough. top five in order right now. What do all three of us think? Golf one, right? You put skateboarding two. No, I want to put skateboarding as a second. You think, I was thinking mixed martial arts third. Football four. I would say baseball. And I would say baseball. I would five. say I would say golf, MMA, baseball, football, skateboarding is the fifth. Basketball is not even the equation. The fifth, the, the reason why I have to put baseball fifth, and it's no knock on anybody who plays the game of baseball, because I played the game of baseball for probably fucking 14 years, is that a lot of guys that are playing at these high levels are very unathletic, right? Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, you could probably get around on a fastball, right? And you could get away with that. You can get away with hitting a fa- – you could get away with hitting, like, a 90-mile-an-hour a fastball, you know what I mean? And you can be considered a decent baseball player. But what happens when a guy throws a curveball at you and it's aiming right at your fucking face and breaks down the middle of the plate? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that kind of – I can see, like, where it can be, like, hard and be the most difficult sport. But then again, like, I think about football compared to baseball, it's – it's like you, it's the same thing. Like 
you yes, you have got you have guys who can't hit a baseball, but ta- try to have a guy go tackle a person who's running at him twenty miles an hour who's fucking two thirty. Like, it's like too like, it's like, I would say football is ahead of baseball in my opinion. There's a lot more physically. There, there's 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 a lot more physical demanding in football than baseball, no doubt. Baseball, yes. I feel like baseball is more of a mind game too. It, I mean, like, dude, there's guys getting paid in the league right now in the MLB. Hitting like two forty five just because of Jack and thirty homers a year, they're making over twenty million. Dude, look at like look, that is just so nuts to me. Look Where at Bryce NFL, Harper pay, for an example in baseball. Bryce Harper is making what two three hundred million dollars, and what's his batting average? Two forty, two forty five, probably some stupid shit like that. The last time I saw, he just he just came off as like his first good year since his rookie season. Oh, he's really? been paid like the greatest player in the league. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm not, a, I'm like, not really, he I'm hasn't not really been an expert on baseball, like, but years. I know he doesn't produce like that. Like he should at least batting average wise. Like the, like the fucking Mets, dude. Like diehard Mets, man. This whole time, I see my organization pay these players ridiculous amounts. You want to assess, but it's just got done getting paid thirty million a year to play two games in the past three years. The Mets. Like yeah, exactly. baseball, I feel like the dudes don't have the drive, that hunger for the game, like football. Like those dudes want to be out on the field playing. Where baseball, they don't give a fuck if they're on the DL or on the field. Because they're all they're soft. You're soft if you play baseball. Soft. You skipped how many more physical okay. sports to get to baseball? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bucket. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know. Well, what about uh, what about basketball? I would put basketball very low on my list, and I'm going to tell you why. So I can, you can find a guy who could come off the bench and make three threes in a row. You know what I mean? And not do anything else. Like, for example, like I look at a guy like, first off, deadly shooter. You know what I mean? I'm not taking nothing from him. Great basketball player, right? But you look at Kyle Korver as an example. His only thing is shooting three-pointers. He doesn't drive. Physical specimen. He doesn't drive to the hoop. He doesn't dunk on anybody. He doesn't make any acrobatic layups. He's not a fast guy. He's not athletic. He he plays subpar, no de- subpar defense. But guess what? Just because he can shoot a three-pointer and stand in like a spot or shoot off the dribble, he's gonna be he what is he? Like a like a like a 10, 12, 15, 13, 14 year vet. Like, I don't know how long he's been in the league, but like, he's been there for a while just off shooting threes. And guess what? You let him in there, you let him shoot three, two, three, four, three pointers, and you get him out in five minutes. He doesn't have to play that much defense and he keeps rotating in. If he's hot, keep him. If he's not, he's out. And like, I think about things like that. I think I've been watching the NBA a lot lately. And what I think is, um, one of the problems is why we have all these super teams winning championships too. The NBA has become a lot of like, based on role players, right? So we have a lot of three three and D kind of guys that can pop a three and play good defense. But what happens when you face a team with three to four superstars, you could do literally everything on the court. Yeah. The, the team that has a bunch of good role players, maybe a couple of all-stars, they have literally no chance against your Golden State, your Brooklyn Nets, prime well, exa- once they prime- get healthy again and everybody's back in the course. The Warriors for the past couple of years, it's like – But a prime example – a prime Holy example is to, and me and you both know because we're both fans. You look at the Celtics; they have Jalen Brown and they have Jason Tatum, yeah. who are two phenomenal basketball players, both all stars. They're going to be all stars for the next 10, 12 years in the league, right? You look at the rest of the roster; you have a beat down Kemba Walker who comes to work every couple of days. 
He'll go two games. Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice, just fucking leave. Don't even get me started on Daniel Tice. I'm sick of him, man. Robert you know, Williams needs to get You know, I don't want to get too in-depth about the Celtics because they're honestly pissing me the fuck off. Lost 10 of the last 13 games or some stupid stat like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm cool though. Pissing me off. But back to my list. So if I had to get – if I had to put it together, I would say golf, skateboarding, mixed martial arts, football, baseball. That's fair. That's I fair. I would say that. I mean, lacrosse dude's about to be mad, but fuck him. The only reason why I also put the reason why I put MMA ahead of football is because, dude, the shit, the amount of stuff you have to learn. It's not like you're focusing on on one sport where it's like boxing, for example. You're just only focused on throwing your hands. Like for MMA, you got to worry about win and lose in MMA. You get you have to learn how to punch. You have to learn how to kick. You have to learn how to grapple. You have to learn how to be on the ground and learn submissions and things like that. Cage work, all that. Cage work, all that stuff. You have to learn probably six, seven different sports all into one. And guess what? And it's only you. You don't have a team. It's literally you. And that's why when you look at the three hardest sports that we said, which is golf, skateboarding, and MMA, you realize it's a single man sport. And those are the hardest ones because the only mental game that you have is with yourself. And like in MMA, bro, you're 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 face to face with a guy who wants to kill you and smash your fucking face in. You know what I mean? And like that's that's wild. Like that's the closest thing to like gladiators back in the day. Like that's the closest thing that we get to what that time was like. Is those guys going in that cage and fucking fighting for their lives, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, crazy. so hear me out. Would you pay for this? Pay for what? Not to change the subject, but you mentioned gladiators back then. So I was reading online that uh, back then in Rome, you know how they had the Colosseum to entertain people? Yeah. They used to fill that Colosseum up with water and have actual naval battles with ships on them, and the guys would actually kill each other. Really? How would you like reinvent that version and turn that into a sport? And was posting like, and yo, we could really bring back some national Hold shit. up, we're having some technical difficulties. Hold on. Like, would you be interested in watching something like that? <laughs> honestly, bro. You good? Yeah, I'm good now. I'd say, honestly, to answer that question, I would say back then, like, it's fucking wild to think about, but it's like crazy to think that back then, them being entertained by that is the same thing that we get entertained by MMA and boxing. And it's wild to think that, you know what I mean? But the only difference between that time and this time is, is they have people to stop people before they die. If they yeah, didn't. Then dudes are just dying left and right, bro. If they didn't, <laughs> that rule would never change. And we would still be watching people fighting to the death in today's, yeah. today's society. And it's wild to think about that. Like, I could see no situation in today's society where anybody would allow that. Oh, hell no. In any country either. That's just, that would get shut down so quickly. So fast. Like, what the, like, like, this isn't the gulag. Hey, humanity's come a long way. You said what? MMA? not the gulag. Dude, first off. Humanity's come a long way. Just to think a couple thousand years ago, we were doing that type of shit. So also, too, what I wanted to say was, speaking of MMA, Hunter brought a good topic up. I don't know if he wants to explain more about it because he can explain it better than I can. 
<clears throat> he read some interesting shit about how much these MMA fighters are getting paid a year. And I don't know what the exact number is. Like, you, do you know the exact number? 37% of uh, UFC fighters are making under $45,000 a year. And yeah, think about it. They're not getting paid shit, man. And guess how much Dana White's worth? Five hundred. Oh, he's got to be worth. Five hundred million dollars. Yeah, he's got. I was gonna say over half a mil. I mean, over half five hundred. Dude, he. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know what the crazy thing is too? A lot of these fighters don't even get paid that much because they're only getting paid ten thousand a show, and then they have to win to make another ten thousand. So if you lose, you walk away that ten thousand dollars. You got to pay your camp. You got to pay the travel expenses and all your sponsors leading up to that point. Well, and the other thing, it's kind of a slap in the face. The other thing too is, is like, I looked up um, Habib's net worth and his is only like a couple million mm-hmm. dollars. I think like maybe like three, four, five million dollars. Yeah. And that's probably the greatest, uh, what is it, greatest lightweight, fight. greatest lightweight ever, whatever weight class he is yep. ever. Yeah. Lightweight. Like, and it's crazy. Conor McGregor's worth more. Kind of a Conor, joke, man. Conor, Conor McGregor's going to get his third title shot. Conor McGregor is worth more. He's going to get the rematch because he sells. Like he sells his fights. But the the other fun fact, that, the other fun fact that I found out about the UFC too is, is they make thirteen percent of their sales. So that's nothing. A pay per view or yes, like any sale, like any pay per view sale on their fight or like any like whatever it is, like ticket sales, things like that. They get thirteen percent. So that's like nothing. So these guys are out here. Small the margin. These guys are out here like busting their ass, trying to get as much promotions as they possibly can. They're training for fights at the same time, and you're only going to give these guys thirteen percent. And these guys are going out there risking their lives, getting punched and kicked in the face, knocked out cold. Oh, you're well, not even giving them a quarter of their what, percentage. Yeah, and the way I look at it, it's like. You, you really are risking your life, bro, because CTE is a very legitimate thing. You, like, you know, and MMA is basically like you're signing up. If you're going to go professionally and actually try to chase that, you're going to get hit. There's no way, if and or but about it. Like, you, you can't just take a whole run going to the UFC, especially finding some of the best guys in the world. Some are veterans, some are more skilled than you. You're going to get hit. Yes. And the UFC, you, I mean, UFC is not paying these guys nearly enough as they should for taking the risk because you don't hear about a lot of UFC fighters after they're 40, 50 years old because a lot of them, like I was – Really talking to my boy about earlier, a lot of them get into addiction with painkillers, uh, different medications. They go distant. CTE starts to catch up to them. It's, it's a legitimate thing. Saying. It's kind of disgraceful. And that's why I'm saying because those guys are stuck in that same mindset and that same cycle, and they can't break it because they're not exposing themselves to new things. And that's the biggest thing I can say about about our discussion today is, is like literally just yep. keep doing different things and getting out of your comfort zone. Don't mind me. I'm just sipping on a fresh Truly. Looking for a sponsor soon. If you guys are listening, wink. Well, that was so. <laughs> My bad. I just broke up a little bit. You know what? No, you're all set. You know we had a little bit of a technical. You can hear me now. I'm good. Bit. Yeah, we can hear you. You know, we're doing this like obviously through Zoom and things like that because he's obviously in Alaska. Right, so cool. you know you deal. And again, and again, we're in the attic. We're going to deal with shit. Technical difficulties happen. Wi-Fi connection's unstable. <laughs> fucking got to run downstairs to get a charger. Whatever the fuck it is. Who cares? Adapt and overcome. That's all I can say. Adapt and overcome to what the fuck happens. And that's what we're doing. Audio's good yep. now. 
Fucking tech hunters got it all settled, all fixed, so we're good. Yes, sir. So right now, what are you doing right now? Where are you at exactly? You're in a game room, you were saying earlier? Yeah, I'm just chilling in the game room, man. I was just kind of been a long day running around town and shit, getting situated and moving, trying to look at TVs, new boots. Those Nike boots are trash. I got anybody listening, if you're military, do not get Nike tactical boots. They're absolutely awful. My entire heels are bloodied up. When and you, I'm having a bad experience. I've been walking, running around the city right now trying to get a new pair. Dude, but, when you sent me um, a Snapchat and you were like, yo, what boots do you think I should get? I literally said to you, get those Under Armour shits. Those look like sturdy. And you were like, nah, I'm getting these Nike ones. And I'm thinking in my head, when the fuck did Nike start making military boots? And I had, it had me laughing a little bit. I was like, what the hell? The past, the past, the past couple of years they made them, but like, Bro, they, they honestly finessed me because the first 10 minutes of me wearing them, I'm thinking in my head, these things are nice. But now it's just, yeah, my after my feet got bloated up, I can barely walk in them. It's, it's about time to move on after two weeks. Yeah, you th- you, they look good, but, though, right? They were cute. They but you look cute. good, though, didn't you, right? They were all right. But they you look right. good. It's all about fucking comfortability. <laughs> it's what yeah, it's, it's about. all about comfortability. Hey, listen. 100%. Listen, like all like old people tell me all the time, it doesn't matter how it fucking looks. It matters about your comfortability. And that's what you need to fucking focus uh-huh. on. It's not about this glamour, uh-huh. about how fucking good I could look in my military outfit. You lock the fuck in and you get some Under Armors. <laughs> Dude, I would have to try the Under Armors first before I could even decide if they're actually worth it or not. Dude, I just I just want to... I don't, trust, I don't trust any sport company making... Honestly, you got me locked in about buying some. Go straight to whatever, whatever brand there is. Like, what's a military brand? Like, fucking, I don't even know what. Just get those. Jarmont, Rocky. GI Joe. Yeah, that's what I'm about to get. But yo, they said fucking GI Joe was different pairs of boots. GI Joe brand. Yeah, (laughs) they they issue us these like boots for uh, you know, like when we're out in the field (laughs) doing like Arctic training or whatever, and they're like this tall, two feet tall, white. They're made out of like. At this point, motherfucking sheetrock. The inside's <laughs> insulated seven inches, so it could go up to like negative sixty-five, and your feet are gonna feel warm. But we were walking around them in the buildings, and dude, if you're not out in the cold, you do not want to wear those because you could crank the valve to let certain air in, but it doesn't work. Your heat just swell up and get sweaty. But they're legit. Your feet will not get cold out here. You got? St- are they steel toe? No, they're not steel toe. You wouldn't want steel toe steel toe out there. That shit's probably you want more out. mobility because we're we're gonna be running around. You want more mobility. So when you guys, I don't know how in depth you can get with this to me. If I'm overstepping my boundaries, stop me. When you guys do like training and shit like that, right? Are you guys like so like how does it work? Like do you like just is it a lot of situation situational work? Like like you guys are going out there and they kind of just set up kind of like something and just like just tell you to just go and it's like a simulation or like, how do you, like, what do you guys do? It's like, we'll train like two weeks out of the month, right. Or maybe every couple months. Right. And sometimes we'll go out in the field. The field's basically any training area out in the forest or whatever, just the environment that we're supposed to be training in. And so one week it could be, we go to the range and we shoot the 50 cows, M240 Bravos, the one twenties, uh, but that could just be a whole week exercise. We scout there and shoot those all the time and target practice and learn, you know, we already know how to do it, but practice uh, clearing it, functions check, reloading, unloading, all of that, just sharpening the iron. And then 
another week, it could be we go out there and they tell us straight up, all right, you're doing reconnaissance. Uh, that's my job. So set up an OP, which is like a, a main base out there, but then develop ORP. So from this main base, we'll go and branch out and set up more hiding spots or places of recon. And they'll have like fake enemies out there. We got to gain intel on them and, you know, possibly engage with them combat. And we report back to our commander after the exercise is done after a week or two. And he goes over exactly how we did. So now we know where to improve on and our unit improves all together for the next one. It's just like constant repetition. It's, it's pretty cool stuff, but it's a lot of different stuff we do out there. It's a lot of, it's always unique. I'll tell you what, it's a blessing to have you on my war zone team. Sniper <laughs> gang is coming back, boy. Dude, I'm saying it's coming soon. Whenever you get that system, we're getting right back on. Yep. Tell you what. And they got strikers on now, so that's my unit. Dude, Perfect. yeah, but the problem is, is like I'm on there, I'm playing, and I can't find them. Unless, like, maybe, like, it's an update or something like that. I have no fucking idea. But I saw, like, when it popped up on my game, I was like, holy shit, you could drive strikers now? Two people, three people in them? I hope we can. Oh, yeah. yeah but I That's think one I thing I miss most, though, is gaming. I'm not – I was never, like, a huge game head. But, like, just hearing you guys play Madden when I called you guys earlier, I was like, damn. Those used to be some good-ass times. Dude, it's because it's, like – the thing is about gaming, it's, like – it literally is like something like you can do like when you absolutely have nothing else to do. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like you're able to talk and chill with your friends and like you're able to like fucking play a game. Like, I think it's just it's just definitely like a, a good outlet for a lot of people. Still stimulating your mind in some kind of way, too. Mm-hmm. That's all it is yep. without doing sure. it the dumb way. Yo, I actually got to start moving out of here. My boys and I got to go look at something in town, so. All right, yeah, so then we'll just probably wrap it up right here then if you yeah. go, a little military business. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't military business. I just made plans a little bit earlier today before I knew about this, so. All right, yeah. Listen, well, yo, it was, it was good talking to you guys, though. Good to finally have you back on the podcast again. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Wear right. a condom. Put two on. Uh huh. Hey, that goes back to you too, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Two on. Yo, out here you might better fuck around and put three on. Double magnum, that man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you can fucking do that while stuffing your dick yeah. with super glue. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. On that note, everybody, we're wrapping it up. I hope everybody has a good day, <laughs> night, whatever time you're listening, whatever it is. Hope you guys stay blessed, and I'm glad you guys are listening. And also, a big shout-out to all my listeners out there. I see a lot of people, South Carolina, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Dallas, Texas, Goose Creek, Charleston, all you guys out there, Lee Mass, Amherst, all you guys. Big shout-out to you guys. Um, I hope you guys continue to listen and also keep spreading this, too. We want as much listeners as we possibly can. And I just thank you guys for listening. Everybody have a blessed day and or night. Thank you. Shout out to a future sponsor as well. No, no. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. All right.